Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente, welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope you're doing well this week. Well, I hope you're doing well for the rest of the weekend. Oh my gosh, I miss you. I've always, always, always miss you, as many of you know, and I'm excited to go on with today's episode. So as promised, this episode is definitely going to be highlighting resume tips because it's been a common question I've been getting asked the last few weeks, especially ever since I picked up the first gen post-grad column con Mito. So more than happy to talk about this, especially because I believe my column post that comes out regarding resource tools for your resume, I think it's, we still need like two more weeks before it goes up. So think of this episode like a little preview, you know what I mean? However, before we continue on with that, I just want to share how it's been on my end. So I, if you heard yesterday's episode, you kind of know like some of the updates that my family and I have been going through and Today, I woke up a lot better. I wanted to make sure that I just continued with my day the best that I can because there's just some things that a veces we, it's just out of our control, but that doesn't mean that we give up. That doesn't mean that we stop going. You know what I mean, mi gente? Anyways, so today I woke up pretty good. Woke up early, which is always, we love that. We love that. And it was definitely more of a no makeup type of day, just mascara. Pero it's good because yesterday was like a full beat. And I made my way to my favorite local coffee, sh coffee shop. Well, one of them, because I know a lot of you are familiar with Palo Santo because since I've been living in a small town, there's not really as many cafes like other than Starbucks. So I typically go back and forth to like the same ones, but I it's called Coffee Culture Bar and it was, it is so, so, so cute. And this morning I just, I was really going ham with my book proposal and I'm excited that I'm getting pretty far with it. My goal is to have it done, 100% done in the next two weeks. Like, no, not the next two weeks. The second week of June, porque next week, next Monday specifically, I'm meeting with my book mentor and we're going to be going over a lot of things. And she definitely wants to know the updates about the proposal. So then we can move forward with the submission process and things like that. So This is also going to be a very heavy weekend on my end with just like writing and researching. And it's so cool because not so cool, but like, I don't know what it, I don't know what word to use, but I'm just glad that it's working out because this weekend I don't have anything crazy planned. Not like I had anything too crazy planned last weekend, but the previous weekends I was just going back and forth from like SoCal and other things that had come up. So I'm I'm looking forward to this week and I'm looking forward to the rest of the week, honestly, just to finish up some heavy requirements that have been needing to get done. You know what I mean? And, oh my gosh. Okay. So please do not make fun of me. I just, uh, that's why, uh, as many of you know, I go on to TikTok live a lot and a lot of you 
get me to talk about things and but it's necessary so we can have fun while learning and again don't make fun of me so uh I think it was like two weeks ago I went to Daiso so I was definitely in SoCal and I was just shopping around and I came across these you know quote-unquote weight loss pills and I bought them because in my mind I was like okay Maybe this could help support me, you know, because I, I mean, I've been good with staying like active. I haven't gone to the gym for the last three weeks, but I go on walks, like actual like walks every day. So that's kind of my way of making up for it. And I think I've shared with all of you in the past, it's been kind of hard for me to go to the gym as of lately porque the weather has just been so beautiful and my Planet Fitness, it's inside. And so it, I don't feel, you know what I mean? But... That's why I've been going on walks so that like I can be under the sun and get some exercise. But I know once summer hits, I'm going to probably be want to be back in the gym to get some AC. So we'll, we'll see how that all goes. But anyways, mi gente. So I got these weight loss pills because I was like, I mean, I'm not doing anything crazy. I just wanted some extra help, some extra support. Don't come at me. And then mi gente. After taking them for a week, because I didn't start taking them right away. I waited a little bit. I started to notice that my appetite was getting like, I was eating a lot. And don't get me wrong. I know how to eat. I can eat. You know what I mean? And that's why like, as I've gotten older, I've had to like, like, that's why I drink so much tea and coffee because like it, it just, for me, it helps like balance stuff. I'm not a nutritionist. It's just like, because I know a lot of the times it's not that I'm hungry. I'm probably just thirsty. So yeah, a lot of tea, a lot of water, and then my coffee, as many of you know, and these weight loss pills, like, no, they were making me more hungry. And yesterday specifically, I ate a lot. I ate a lot because I had a hefty breakfast. Then I had lunch but my dinner, and I was eating the most random stuff, like, okay, I got Raising Cane's, but then I still made Top Ramen, and I ate all of that, and then I ate, what else did I eat? I ate a grilled cheese, and then I was just eating some chips, like, I was eating whatever was in the cupboards, cupboards, and then I, I caught myself, I was like, wait, why am I eating? I'm not, like, hungry, I'm just eating, let me make myself a cup of tea, but it's like, my body didn't want any liquids, it just wanted food, and I was like, what? So yeah, I threw those weight loss pills in the trash. So don't get weight weight loss pills from Daiso. I don't know. I was just trying to see if it could, but thankfully no like real damage has happened. It was just more like I was trying it out, see what would happen. It's kind of like when I tried Bloom, you know, the green nutrition powder. So that's like huge on TikTok right now. I haven't really been engaging with Instagram, so I don't know if Bloom has made it onto Instagram Reels, but um, I was so excited to try it because I was seeing like so many people use it as you know, they're getting ready to go to the gym their day because it has like veggies, matcha, cosas así. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or I don't know, maybe my, I don't know. That bloom powder, the first week I took was taking it, it, I felt fine. You know what I mean? But then after taking it, it got to a point where like almost every other day I was getting like crazy, like anxiousness. I don't know how to explain it. Not full out anxiety attacks, but a lot of anxiousness. And it especially hit me 
the month of January, just weeks before my TEDx talk, like, because I was already feeling anxious about my TEDx talk, right? And then I'm taking the bloom and it's just like, whoa, even like, I don't know, it was just, it was a crazy time in my mind is all I got to say. Don't worry. I didn't go like crazy, but like, I would constantly feel like I just wanted to like jump out of my body, if that makes sense. Like, I know, weird, but I don't know how else to explain it. So I stopped taking the bloom powder for like, a week and then I was I got back to normal and then that same week I wasn't drinking coffee like I wasn't even drinking Nescafe because you know how well sometimes in vez en cuando I do drink instant coffee because my parents when I visit them they don't have a Keurig you see me antoja un cafecito and I'm too lazy to drive I'll just have the Nescafe que tienen allí or sometimes if I run out of K-Pods mi tía she has Nescafe so en vez en cuando you know what I mean but yeah, I stayed away from all anything caffeine for like that week, almost two weeks. Then I was starting to feel back to normal. And then I got so sad because I'm like, does this mean I'm getting old? I'm, I know I'm getting older, but I'm only 28. Like I should not be feeling like this. But again, maybe it was also just a bunch of other factors. And if for whatever reason, weight loss, like pills and bloom has been working for you, that's good. I'm not trying to like... I'm just sharing what had been happening to me. And this was supposed to be like a five-minute chisme. Not even five minutes, maybe two minutes. And I just created a whole story. Again, this is why I have a podcast. I just sometimes sigo, sigo, y sigo. Now, let's transition into the resume tips. Resume topics, all those good things. So one of the first things I definitely want to start off, off with is that when it comes to you choosing an outline for your resume and how you would like to have it be presented, I want you to, either if it's Microsoft Office or Google Docs, I just want you to go to their examples and not copy the example resumes they have. Just look at it, get some ideas from it and whatnot. So that way, when you create your own, you know how you want to format it, if that makes sense, with like create like figuring out where to insert each line because I believe Google Doc and Microsoft Office both have the options that if you go to the tool center, you can create a line and then just like format it exactly how you want it to be like. Because for my most recent CV for PhD programs, and I was actually playing with my resume the other day, I created my little lines and just formatted everything like that. And the reason why I don't want you to, if it worked for you, that's fine. But based on what I've researched and have learned since creating this column, if you can refrain from actually using the Google Doc or Microsoft Word examples that may be better in your case, and you just like create a new doc, new page, and like, you know, not I don't want to use the word copy, but format your page using the lines that Microsoft and Google give you. You know what I mean? Simply because a lot of the times when you submit your resume digitally, it'll go through this whole process, right? And one of those processes is that it'll go through a machine that picks like it just picks how many keywords you are using in your resume that match the job description. And depending on how all of that goes, your resume could get tossed or not. And even if you have like a good amount of the keywords in your resume, if something like sets it off, 
that does that quote unquote doesn't match like what they're looking for. And maybe it's because like you just use the template straight from Google or Microsoft, it could just like set things off. And again, this is just based on what I've learned. Maybe for others, it has worked to just like start creating your resume off of those example templates. If it's worked for you, that's really good. But again, I just wanted to throw out that option of just using it as a primary example of like how to create your formation with the lines and things like that. But again, not straight up copy. Ahora, numero dos. This is specifically for my most recent graduates. I want you to go ahead and contact your career services center at your universities. And the reason for that is because when I was at Santa Barbara, I went to the career services center to get feedback on my LinkedIn from a career service professional. And then I also had a walk-in appointment to get feedback on my resume and things like that by, again, these professionals that our tuition covers the cost for us to use them. Like, you know what I mean? Anyways, so even... A year after you graduate, you still have access to use those career services that are available. And it happened for me in Santa Barbara. I know for other UCs, you are able to do that. So I wouldn't be too surprised if your universities are able to do that too, which is why I invite you to contact your career services, see if that's an option and continue to go from there because being able to get somebody's feedback, especially from an expert or professional, it'll make a huge difference. Furthermore, LinkedIn. Okay, why am I bringing up LinkedIn with the whole resume? Well, let me explain. So LinkedIn in itself is a growing platform. We've heard of it. We know based on just conversations we hear from those around us. And even if your LinkedIn, you create it and maybe you make it super simple in the beginning, that's okay. You can continue to build on it and go from there. And the reason why I want you to have your LinkedIn and to just build at it, make it beautiful, make it highlight all your skills from internships, from volunteer, from even university projects you've taken on, whether it's a thesis, whether it was creating a club on your campus or having some type of role at one of your clubs at the campuses, please, all of that and more. If you've gone on the honor roll, if you were recognized for something, just keep Go ahead, you know what I mean? And the reason why I want that to be all up to date is because one, it'll help you out when you're searching on LinkedIn as well. Pero numero dos, when you apply to jobs and you submit your resume digitally in the contact information section of your resume, I want you to include a hyperlink to your LinkedIn profile because... Hiring managers, and this is based on research, typically spend the first seven seconds reviewing your resume. And that's why it's very crucial that the top part of your resume can stand out to them the most. So being a candidate who has, obviously in their contact information, their name and their phone number, or even just email address, and then you have the hyperlink to your LinkedIn profile where they can click it 
to be, oh, okay, let me keep looking. If they're able to get intrigued by that by the first seven seconds, you're already in a good spot, you know? So that's why I want it to be there for you. So make sure, you know, consider playing with that, adding that, things like that. And now, as I mentioned, so this first seven seconds, important. So contact information, your skills, and your education. Those three at the very top. And with your skills, I don't want you to just put that you're a team player, that you have the ability to adapt, things like that. I also want you to mention the different types of tools you were exposed to in undergrad or even grad school. So if you happen to take a research class or any type of class that requires you to play or use Applications such as SPSFs, Python, R, those types of databases, I want you to add them in because not only does that highlight you as a researcher, but that also highlights you as a candidate who has the discipline to be able to navigate databases like that to get projects done. You know what I mean? And even if you've done something like a literature review write that down too, because then when you get to the part of your resume where you talk about your work experience, and I know there's some of us that maybe you didn't have like a part-time job or an, an internship, whether it was paid or unpaid during undergrad, you still worked on projects, whether again, it was a thesis or it was a super hard paper in your classes a presentation that you presented in class and maybe you presented at a small conference, anything like that, whatever it is. So if I want you to put it in your experience, so then you have the ability in the bullet points to talk about just briefly what you did with SPSS, R, Python, y otra cosa. If you were somebody that went to community college and then transferred, right? and you were able to get your associate's degree, I also want you to mention your associate's or community college, however you want to word it, in your resume. And the reason why I want you to do that too, because that also highlights that you were somebody that was able to transition into a whole new different environment smoothly. You know what I mean? Because you did it, you transferred. And be and not only were you able to transfer, but you were able to transfer from going, again, from a smaller campus to a whole bigger campus and just learning a whole new environment, whole new learning strategies and styles. So basically anything that can help you stand out is really good. Porque I know a lot of the times people may just consider only putting the bachelor's degree, which is fine. But again, whatever can help you stand out is a win for you. And again, if you happen to have picked up any certificates during undergrad, or even if you took a certificate course for fun, because I know ever since the pandemic and distance learning, I started seeing myself a lot of certificate courses that are offered by Google and other big named companies you have that under your belt, go ahead and throw it all in. Just please remember those first seven seconds of the higher managing manager looking over your resume, super important. 
And one of the last things I want to highlight in regards to this resume topic is thankfully we were able to have a pretty successful TikTok live on Sunday where Estrella Torres, shout out to you girl, shared with me and my viewers that if you look up Harvard PDF for resume and cover letter tips, it'll definitely be a game changer in regards to you putting your whole resume and cover letter together. I'll make sure to include that link in the show notes before so you have access to that. But I am wishing you all the best of luck in your job job sorry, your job hunting process. And I also want you to keep in mind, please do not be hard on yourself. If results aren't happening as quickly as you would imagine, because trust me, I've been there. So many of us have been there, but that doesn't mean you're not going to get what is meant for you. Which also reminds me, while you're having this process, make sure to keep an accountability buddy with you. And what I mean by that is just somebody that you could talk to about this whole process with. Whether it's a close friend, whether it's your sister, brother, prima, primo, your mom, even if she's never applied to jobs online before, if you just want someone to talk to. Heck, even if you want to talk in my TikTok and Instagram comments about your whole process, please share that with us because it's important for you to be able to process this whole experience with somebody, with others, because it can be stressful, especially if you find yourself just wanting to just be glued to your computer and applying nonstop, but then not getting anything and then having to change your resume from this way to that way. So breaks and being kind to you is a hundred percent important. And as I mentioned, this column is going to go up with Fierce by Mitu. I didn't mention all the tools, but I would like to say I mentioned the most important ones. You'll be able to find the other ones on my column once that one is up, which again should be in about two weeks. All right, mi gente, uh, you know, this is not my favorite part of my podcast episodes, but we are slowly coming to an end on today's episode. But as promised, I wanted to make sure the most important topics were highlighted in regards to resumes, in regards to me just telling you some chismes and updates with my life, especially because I know so many of us not only carry on like, you know, the the house responsibilities or just life adulting responsibilities, but there's also a lot of us that are working on independent projects. And the reason why I'm using that word so broadly is because many of us are still students. Many of us are postgrads. Many of us are writing book proposals. You know what I mean? And sometimes it can feel very lonely in regards to just trying to find someone who's also working on meaningful work that not everyone has the ability to just do right away because so much happens. But that's why I like to be very transparent in my process. And that's another reason why anything that I do as an entrepreneur, solopreneur, I like to do my absolute best that it always goes back to being tied to scholarly work and whatever else can go to empower all of you. And well, I want to tie it all together with this. There will always, always be a deadline. There will always be work, 
but there will never be a right time to descansar. Pero no, mejita, mijito, you deserve to descansar. You really do. And even if you feel like it's not so much the people around you that are making you work 24-7, maybe it's inside of you. Because you know how I previously previously mentioned to all of you that I struggle with like being a workaholic. What like I genuinely struggle with taking breaks. If you happen to be that person that stops you from taking a break, from you know slowing down, calming down, and reflecting, if you have to give yourself that little reminder too, like hey, we have to relax, we have to calm down because we deserve this break. Because how can we continue on if we're just burnt out? I mean, I've had my, I've had many times where I've been burnt out. It's not fun. It's very ugly. And I'm sure many of you can relate to this. So it's just whatever we can do to help prevent long-term burnout, the better. And that goes back to being kind to you, to genuinely allow yourself to take breaks and just know that the things that are worth it, just don't come easy, as cliche as it sounds. Pero I appreciate you all so much, mi gente. Muchísimas gracias for being here. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, review this podcast on any platform that you use to listen to your podcasts. Cuídense y hablamos pronto. Adiós.